episode is an interesting one because it's more or less of an update. Um, but, <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to regret saying this almost immediately after uttering these words, but for the next month, I'm going to record an episode a day. Yes, I, Wendy Muse, the host of the Left Pocket Project podcast, which has been on, which has been on hiatus for quite some time now, um, just due to my busy schedule being a mom, etc. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm going to record an episode once a day and post it on the internet for your listening pleasure. Um, and hopefully, both I and the listeners will get something out of it. Um, I wanted to do this primarily because I've seen people on YouTube, for example, do a version of this called Vlogmas. So um, for those of you who are familiar with like. YouTube culture and whatnot, you see a lot of people who do not blogs, which are like written diary type entries, but vlogs, which are video, video journals, if you will, um, daily, sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly. It just depends on the creator. Um, but they're regularly posted just kind of day in the life, um, things that they, they put up on the internet, on YouTube specifically, um, in video form. And I wanted to do an equivalent of that um, but especially related to the kind of winter holiday season. Um, and on YouTube, a lot of people do this thing called Vlogmas, where they do 30 days of posting a vlog a day, <laughs> which sometimes is interesting because it seems like in these cases, especially when they're just doing day in the life type content, that they run out of things to do and they start getting weirder and weirder in their approach um, and start doing really silly things like weird stuff and um things that sometimes can be challenges that can hurt their their bodies and all sorts of weird stuff. They do, they do weird things. Um, but I wanted to take an approach instead where I tried to focus on different aspects of um, leftist, left-leaning, um, learning, education, politics, readings, um, personal experiences, and just kind of, you know, have content on a regular basis. That's been something that I've had a lot of trouble doing just because of my schedule. And I looked at the situation and I said, you know what? Every day I find myself talking to someone. I talk to my daughter, who's now 21 months old, which is nuts. Um, I talk to my husband. I talk to my coworkers or colleagues. You know, like I talk to my mother or other family members. I always have a point in the day where I'm talking to someone. And I thought to myself, why can't I just do that and record it, um, but have it related to a specific topic that is connected to left POC in some way? Particularly because like, I happen to talk about leftist topics all the time because it's just part of my life, right? Like I'm a leftist and I'm someone who, and I when I say I'm a leftist, I mean that rather sincerely. I'm not saying like, um, I'm a leftist in like, <laughs> that kind of, pop culture, watered down, liberal way. I mean it in the sense where, or that, um, you know, I believe 
personally in a conglomeration of sorts of left-based political principles, um, you know, and materialism, things like that. So I'm not trying to water down the, the, the title. Um, I'm just trying to kind of honor all the many different forms of leftism that I pull from. Um, and also anarchism in many cases. Um, anyway, I just wanted to, to kind of think about the fact that, you know, I am talking about left issues all the time because it's part of my life. It's part of my everyday existence. Like I'm dealing with things that I'm trying to think of from a left perspective in terms of solutions, in terms of approaches, in terms of just like understanding, right? Like looking at my life situation and thinking like, why am I still paying bills on my daughter's birth, which was more than a year, almost two years ago now? Um, why am I paying, you know, a house note that might go up because the value of our house might go up? Like why, why should I, you know, it's, why am I like paying for a house that's on land that's not really something that belongs to me? Like there are just so many different concepts um, that I try to think about from a left perspective and that just come up that way, right? Like, um, the, the kind of work life balance and motherhood balance and whether or not there is a balance, whether or not this having it all nonsense is real for women who are working class, poor, even middle class. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm constantly asking myself these questions and talking about them with people talking about COVID response and talking about, the poor response from politicians about so many issues, talking about student loans, talking about student access to readings and the university as a concept and whether or not it's valuable. Like there are just so many things <laughs> that come up um, that, that I think about from a left perspective and that I would love to share with you all on a more regular basis because right now I've just not been great about it. Um, my hiatus, which I foresaw being a month that I started over the summer, maybe a month or two, just because I was getting overwhelmed, ended up becoming more than six months, basically, because I was so busy. Um, and so I really want the next 30 days or so next month to be a moment of kind of getting my feet wet again in the process of recording and editing and posting and like doing social media around left POC and trying to refocus my energies on that because it's something that I do really care about. And I always have to kind of put on the back burner because of other life things that sometimes are way more pressing, um, because of financial reasons or academic reasons, or just like personal reasons, right? Like I have to go to the doctor or I have to take the baby to the doctor. She's been sick every weekend, you know, with something, um, I have to do housework. I have to do so many things. Um, so, you know, life, <laughs> life is more important, um, than sometimes our labors of love, such as a podcast. But at the same time, I think that there are elements of my life that certainly overlap with the podcast, like Comrade Mommy and like just in general, all of the things that we do here at Left POC, because they are topics that are relevant to my and many others everyday lives. Um, the other thing that I think, you know, it's kind of fun about this process of recording daily is that it becomes a meditation on what we're trying to do as a collective unit of leftists. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm some sort of central hub for leftism or leftist thinkers or left people or whatever people who identify um, on the left side of the spectrum politically. But what I am saying is it can become and can serve as a space for people to find 
kind of like a daily, I don't want to say, not like daily affirmations, right? It's not that sort of, <laughs> not that sort of podcast. It's very doom and gloom over here most of the time. Um, but something to kind of like keep us, keep our heads on straight and remind us of what's important. And I say that because, you know, the last episode I recorded a while back, which is sort of funny um, and fitting right now, was about people that, you know, a lot, a lot of the podcast episode focused on being wary of people who are grifters on, in left spaces and being more mindful and observant of some of the stuff, like the machinations that are very evident for people like me who have been in this, um, kind of been familiar with these this area of the internet for a while and that I've seen over and over happen and that people fall for over and over. I was just kind of warning people of that, you know, like be careful, be mindful of, of people out there just trying to make a buck um, off of human suffering or who don't really care what happens to you as long as they get their money, um, even if that means telling lies or spewing misinformation um, about a whole host of things or just starting fights with people and not really having principles based in leftism. And, you know, um, many of those <laughs> instances were pretty much brought to light. Um, some of the people that I have always been concerned about for a very long time um, really showed their hand over the past few weeks um, with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, with the Ahmaud Arbery trial, um, or at least the, the trial for his killers, right? Um, you know, the, <laughs> the just everyday situation of the COVID pandemic, um, you know, you're starting to see some people out there who are really pushing some nonsense and who are putting out harmful um, messages and things that are basically in line with our you know, settler, colonial, white supremacist, patriarchal state, and yet still claiming to be in some way against the establishment or still claiming to be some way left or, you know, uh, radical or something. And, you know, the only radical I see them embracing is getting like nearer and nearer to a radical right. So they're radical, all right, but they're not the kind of radical that we want to mess with and that we want to have in our... um you know, communities and certainly shouldn't be a news source for any of us who see ourselves as trying to do, trying to engage in something that is pushing back against the systems that oppress us. So, um, you know, I think it's really important to be, as I said before, in that older podcast, be mindful of the fact that there are a lot of people out there out to make a buck. They don't care about you. They don't care what happens to you. Um, and they don't care, you know, what it takes for them to make that money. And for me, you know, I said, like, I think because I'm, I kind of like silently seethe, right? Like I have these moments where I will tweet to friends or have like a, you know, a DM group or a couple of people that I DM here and they're just kind of checking in being like, are y'all seeing what I'm seeing? Like, are y'all recognizing the same stuff or am I the only one? And often it's confirmed that yes, they've also seen it. They've also observed these trends and, you know, we're concerned. And I think that um, I can use the podcast, again, to be a kind of alternative voice to some of the so-called alternative um, media personalities who engage in this kind of nonsense. Because they're not, they're not actually an alternative to anything they claim to be. In fact, they are reinforcing many of the norms that they purport to be railing against um, and they're just reinforcing a t another version, a more dark and, and you know, um, nefarious version, the underbelly, if you will, of what we see um, in the mainstream media. It's more or less of the same. 
I've been critical of this for a very long time. Like one of the earliest episodes I did um, for left POC was about this very problem. The ways that we see alternative left spaces at times becoming a mirror image of the kind of racism, sexism, xenophobia, classism even that we observe in coming out of mainstream media spaces. Um, and so, you know, I just want people to continue to remain careful. And I think I have to be, you know, in terms of holding my, myself accountable, I have to be more vocal about these things um, in, in as many mediums as possible. I'm very vocal on Twitter. Um, I'm not as vocal on Facebook just because I use Facebook to like post pictures of my child because my family still has not met her. Um, thanks, pandemic. But yeah, I, um, you know, I think it's important for me and other people who are truly on the left politically because we give a shit. We care about what happens to the world. We care about what happens to our communities, um, you know, our families, our friends. Um, even people we don't know, we care about what happens to them. And so I think it's important to to kind of continue to prioritize that message and not one about just like making money um, or, you know, hiding behind a facade of leftness, left, leftness, excuse me, um, in order to kind of forward a really, really terrible message that's detrimental to many of our collective well-being. Um, so with that said... I will be posting once a day. Fingers crossed that I get this working. I think now that I've said it out loud, it's definitely a commitment. Um, I can do this. (laughs) And I should just note before I end this, that this is like one of the earliest episodes I've recorded, a solo episode at least, um, since I started doing uh, Left POC and certainly since I had a child. I feel like most of the Comrade Mommy episodes I've been posting at like, you know, 4 a.m., 3 a.m., 2 a.m. at the earliest. Um, So, yeah, this is an early night for me in terms of doing a podcast. But I just felt felt the need to get it out there to let you all know what's going on. Um, And I hope that you all find it helpful in some way. It's going to be a mix of, like I said before, but just to make it even clearer, a mix of Comrade Mommy episodes with interviews with, um, reading revolution, uh, episodes with, which is our book club, by the way, for those of you who may not know and may not be familiar. And also I should clarify this too. Comrade mommy is, um, my little mini series within left POC about being a mother and just parenting in general from a left perspective. And, and it's supposed to be a kind of, um, mini podcast within a podcast about parenting from the left um, and, and to push back against really, really, really consumer driven and kind of liberal at best, but often conservative parenting advice that you see on the internet, especially on YouTube and in, uh, podcasts. Um, so I will, I will be doing that. We're also going to be launching another series within a series soon, which I'll have more information about coming up. And I also plan on doing some, um, real, earnest left POC of the week posts because I haven't had a chance to do those yet. So I'll be doing those. Um, yeah. And I hope that this is a nice little gift to you all. It's my return of sorts. Um, but it's also my way of kind of like, I think providing the content that I wasn't able to over the past few months in, um, and trying to really do that, albeit in a condensed form, but to kind of get me back into the mode of recording and editing and posting. 
um, and scheduling and like all the work that goes into that because it's something that I really want to continue um, and to not let fall by the wayside um, and that I hope to to press forward with because I realize how important it is for me and certainly for many of you all who have listened for quite a while or new listeners as well. Um, so welcome to the new folks. Welcome back to the oldies but goodies. And um, I really hope that this month is a fruitful process for you all as I try to really put out more content um, on a regular basis. And um, yeah, just think of it as my holiday gift to you all um, to present you with more and more content. And, um, you know, in hopes of just like, not just doing my part, as the host of the Left POC um, podcast, but also as a citizen, <laughs> as like a global citizen, as someone who's a part of this this much broader community who really cares about left politics, politics and policies as well, right? Um, but also just incorporating it into our daily lives. And my plan for the next month is to really show that it's not something that's separate from our daily lives. It's it's something that I think about on a regular basis, and I know you all do too. You're experiencing things that force you to confront these issues on a regular basis, so why not make it something daily that you can digest um, through your headphones, through your speakers, uh, through your pods, if you can afford those. Good Lord, they're so expensive. I don't know how anyone can afford them. But anyway, I say this with like $10 Sony earbuds that I'm using plugged into my computer to record this. <laughs> so um, for all the struggle headphones folks out there like me, I hope you can get something out of this. Um, in the meantime, before I leave, I just wanted to give everyone a little tip. It's Thursday night, so it's Thanksgiving, night of Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I know this was a day in part of celebration for people and then on for the case of many others, um, one of mourning, not only because of the tragedy of colonialism in this country, an ongoing process, by the way, but also just the tragedy and loss of so many lives with the pandemic. Um, you know, it's been a really rough couple of years and or it's a year, almost two years now. Um, and I really feel for those of you who have lost family members and loved ones and, you know, um, in recent years, but also who are thinking about this from a sort of legacy and generational standpoint, right? Like what kind of um, tragedy it has set forth from history into the present. Um, and I really just want to acknowledge that it's a rough day um, among, you know, many other American holidays, right? Like July 4th for me is not, I don't celebrate it as a holiday in the same way that some other people do, right? Um you know, being someone who's a descendant of slaves in this country, I do not see the 4th of July as, as a celebration of my independence or my family's independence. Um, and I know many, many other people who can identify with that. Um, but, you know, I think that, that it's important to acknowledge those things. And I also just wanted to kind of leave with a tip about um, kind of countercultural consumerism, if you will, on this day. Because we're starting to see already, you know, it's like Black Friday week. Black Friday is technically tomorrow, but it starts early on. Obviously, it starts like the weekend before Thanksgiving. Um, and it gets worse and worse in this country. Although I'm glad to see that many corporate uh, corporations closed their stores on Thursday for, so that their workers could have a day off, which is great. Um, and the, the work and 
result of a lot of the pushback from employees. Um, but, you know, I think that as we look at this like hyper capitalist period of time, I think we're always in a hyper capitalist period of time, but one that's like hyper, hyper, hyper capitalist with the holiday season, um, to just remember that there are ways that we can take these, or I guess take advantage of these hyper capitalist moments and still use them to give back to our communities. You know, one of the things I always suggest that people do is if they have any ask, any little bit of, you know, um, excess income, few extra dollars, extra $20, whatever it is. If you have some extra, you know, engage in mutual aid of some sort, help somebody out, um, make donations to a group that's doing work like that. Um, you know, I always say too, like take advantage of Black Friday sales to buy things that shelters need um, and that individuals need. So for example, you can go to, um, you know, just go to Google and type in, you know, local homeless shelters, women's shelters, um, you know, family shelters, etc. And you can find that many of them have wish lists on their websites. And some of them have Amazon wish lists. Some of them have, you know, specific needs that they need, they need fulfilled. Um, it's important to kind of keep in mind what they need because sometimes people just kind of give a bunch of stuff to them and a lot of things they have to throw away because they don't have immediate use for them or storage space. So it's always important to kind of look and look and see what they actually need. And then while all this stuff is on deep sale, you know, if you can afford it and you can use, you know, you can use some of your, your money to help them out. I would highly suggest taking advantage of this time to do that. Um, you know, again, it's not my favorite thing to like, be a part of this moment of buying a bunch of stuff. But I also think if you're going to, if you want to really be able to give more to people who need it, that's one way to do it, um, to kind of get the bang for your buck that you may need. The problem though, is that nowadays a lot of Black Friday sales are not really as great as they used to be. Um, it's always been about like getting rid of excess product before they bring in the new stuff with the new year. But, um, the other thing is that like the sales used to be much better. It was like 50% off, 60% off. And now they just like raise their prices at, to, to give you a discount. So you end up paying pretty much the same or at most they'll give you like, you know, 30% off. <laughs> so either way though, if you have disposable income, even if it's a little bit, um, to spend to help shelters or individuals who need things right now, um, especially as we're, we're getting into the really rough season weather-wise, um, you know, consider using the coupons, the extra points, the discount codes, whatever, to, to buy things that, that people need and help them out that way. Um, all right. This went a bit longer than I had anticipated, but with that said, I'm going to close this first installment of what I'm cheesily calling Podmas. So the left POC Podmas um, extravaganza. You all will get an episode at night. This is the first one. Uh, I will see you all or talk to you all, I should say, tomorrow. There may be a few videos if I'm feeling particularly, uh, I don't know, like a high energy enough to do my hair and makeup for something like that. If I feel that way, I might do a couple videos. Richard and I might get together and do a couple videos. We'll see. But either way, um, there will always be an audio recording coming at you through iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so you can always have a listen that way. And of course, these will be posted on Twitter, Facebook, and all the social media sites that we're on 
as left POC. Oh, and also as a final reminder, um, beyond the social media, and I say final because I always give this reminder in every episode, but here it is again. Make sure you check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash leftpoc. You can donate a dollar or more. That's really hard to say, as I always say, a dollar or more (laughs) per month uh, to the podcast to keep things rolling for us. We put everything back really into the podcast. Um, We give a remuneration, small, but one nonetheless to our guests, um, to uh, local organizations, to the organization of their choice. We give back to the community, if you will. So there's a lot of work that we do um, behind the scenes that your donations go towards paying for. Um, We're very transparent about those, despite their being behind the scenes. So if you ever want to see our financials, feel free to ask. Um, And also, if you can't donate, still check us out because everything on our Patreon is free and all of our episodes are free as well. And we will keep it that way ad infinitum. So we'll keep it that way forever. So make sure that you check us out on Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com slash left POC. You can find all of our episodes and additional resources there. Um, and yeah, thanks everybody. Be safe. Uh, enjoy your family time. If you're spending time with friends or family and take care of yourself. Have a good one. Bye-bye.